This podcast is brought to you by High Five Tom, a proud family member of Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. And honored to be part of The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of The Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. Fivers, we got a little Ring of Honor revelry bonus content here for you. Uh, it's your boy High Five Tom, and I've got uh, my very good friend, uh, still Mr. Willer Utah, on here on the other side of the country. Will, how are you? I'm all right, Tom. Thanks, uh, you know, thanks for dragging me out of the the slums of New Hampshire again. <laughs> well, I think you're going to be glad that you uh, you joined us, but we are not alone. Um, I've got my very good friend and former guest of the Midwestern Wrestling Roundup, um, my good friend, Mr. Trent Sabiri here uh, from AAW. Trent, how are you this evening? I'm good, man. I'm excited to talk about this one. This is uh, when you mentioned it to me, I was fired up right away. So it's good stuff. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, yeah. And I don't know um, much about this match, you know, which is kind of nice going into it for sure. Uh, but, before, you know, we'll get into it. But we are. Um, doing a watch along of Michael Elgin versus Silas Young on two out of three falls, uh, 60 hour, uh, it's a 60 minute match. Uh, but everyone's wondering, well, why are you doing an AAW match? This is a ring of honor podcast. Well, first and foremost, we do whatever the fuck we want. We're going to review any goddamn match we want, but, uh, this match is very, very ring of honor adjacent. Um, obviously if you've listened to Will and I in the recent past, you know, they've, they've talked about Silas and Elgin a lot and they do actually reference this match on ring of honor TV. And, uh, when we did uh, the Bruce city Beatdown, I reached out to my good friend, uh, former guest, uh, Andy, uh, about the show of Bruce Beatdown that Trent was also at, um, we were at denied to five too. Also when our ring of honor was, when there. Our ring of honor was there. Um, Oh, Will, we got a crazy echo. Crazy echo. Oh, okay. The headphones are shot. Um, but I asked Andy what were a couple things he remember. He says, first of all, uh, the ring was uh, positioned in a weird spot, obviously because Mark jumped off the balcony over at Turner Hall. And the mm-hmm. other thing was he says that Silas and, and Elgin were going to steal a show, which they did. Um, so that's kind of the reason we're doing this. Uh, but before we dig into that, Trent, you had a, a little nugget of uh, because we're uh, going to be reviewing here the I the, what's it. Hoopla Hottie Show, whatever it is. Night of um, Hoopla. Night of Hoopla. Uh, but you had a good Truth Martini anecdote starting, even though this is not technically related to our watch along here. But actually, you know what? I, I I know I mentioned to you it was about the Night of Hoopla, but I take it back. Now that I think about it, it was about the it was the second show, which was the Mike Bennett Bachelor Party. I had the story about. So I'm going to save it. <laughs> There's a it was two show. He did the Hoopla. Hoopla was a great show too. But okay. Um, but the Mike Bennett bachelor party show, that's the one. If you review that one, it was also at bourbon street. Really? Uh, yes. Also promoted by truth. That's the one I have the story about. So plan that one and we'll do that one. Okay. 
Fair yeah. enough. That gives yeah, us. I just, um... I just realized that was the, my story is about that show. So, <laughs> apologies. Uh, uh, Truth Martini at a bachelor party. So, it just um, yeah, you can just uh, you can just picture exactly what it is. You know, it's it's absolutely bananas. <laughs> so, um, going into the met, so is it, what is Elgin the Heritage Champion? Elgin at this point is Heritage Champion, I believe. Yes. Okay. Um. And I remember Silas at this point, this is 2012, I think he had already triple crowned at this point. No, Silas has never been Heritage Champ. I'm sorry, Silas is not triple crown champ. There's been six AAW triple crowns. He's not, I don't think Silas has had the Heritage. Let me double check. No, he has. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Take it back. Was, he has Heritage. Spoiler He's... for this match, I guess, then, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's never had the tag belt for uh, Silas, never had the tags. Okay, so yeah, Jake something. Uh, the six you want to know? This the you're looking for the six the uh, triple crowns? Yeah, is Fitch did Fitch ever win the Heritage title? No, he is not. Okay, not. so J- Jake something's one though, obviously, right? Jake is one. Jake is the current and one, yeah. so that's uh definitely one that that's going on right now. But yeah, he was uh, he was six. If you can look, let's see, let's see if you can name a few. You've been to a lot of shows. <sighs> Mm, you should know another one right off the bat because it was right before Jake, actually. Right, pretty, pretty much right before Jake. There's one that, that there's one that I think it's he's overlooked, but he shouldn't be. <laughs> Is it somebody that broke their neck and came back? No. Oh, so it's not Josh Alexander. No, he hasn't. He's never had the uh, the other two. The hair. He Josh only been heavyweight twice. Not, well, uh, I'll give it away. I'll give it away. The first one, though, has been in the news the last two days. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs is the really? first. Uh, he was the first Triple Crown, yeah. We are humongous Jimmy Jacobs fans on this show, so um, I, I would love to sit down and pick that guy's brain. So why is he in the news? Uh, he just left Impact and went to AEW yesterday. Oh, really? And rumor, is that, rumor is that Delirious has taken his job at Impact. Huh. That's the rumor going on right now. Interesting. I'm so out of the loop. So, yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll run the I'll run the six down for you though. Okay. Jimmy Jacobs, Shane Hollister, who's still active yeah. uh, on our roster, uh, Elgin, who we're talking about, uh, Pentagon, oh, wow. AC, ACH, and who was pretty recently, and then uh, Jake. ACH was just a couple of um, he was just a couple of uh, okay, yeah, of um, uh, like a year ago, a year yeah. and a half ago. Yeah, yeah tag you with a friend of our uh, former guest of the Shining Wizards podcast, uh, um, our network sponsor, Frontman Jossie. Nice. Oh, he was on the show. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, he was on their show. So he works a lot with our friend, uh, Mr. JJ Rogue, that works up in Minnesota from uh, for AWF and Tony Danucci. Nice. So, yeah, All right, man. A couple name drops there. That's kind of how I roll. So, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm queued up. I got this match queued up. You guys are ready. Let's let's do yeah. it. Yeah. And just real quick before, um, do you have any background? Like I said, so basically, obviously, these two have been feuding for forever. Yeah, I'll um, give you a little background here. The AAW background. They first squared off in a in a tag. Uh, Elgin teamed with um, Ryan Boz. Boz is a one of the agents at AAW currently. So Boz, he was wrestling at the time. Big dude, still awesome. He's one of the he's he's great. Mm-hmm. Boz has had a great career. Um, I think shoulders what took him out later on, but. Elgin and Boz early on in Elgin's time with the company against uh, Mason Beck and Salas Young. That was a tag in Berwyn in 2012. It was about, uh, I want to say, January of 2012. And then 
the chemistry they had in that you could just see it and they just you know it was like danny's idea to square them off singles later on because at the time um silas was champion so later on it was like all right let's see what these guys can do because they just had chemistry off the top and then yeah. at bourbon street the following month i want to say it was uh they squared off in their one-on-one and then after that it was the uh it was the uh the best two out of three falls that they had later on that's the one we're going to talk about yeah and then elegant i think at this point was already in ring of honor based on this match i i recall him telling me that he went to ring of honor it's like you got to bring this guy in nice you got to bring this guy in because i guarantee you we'll have chemistry we'll we'll tear it up and that was because of that match i mean it got crazy buzz i mean it it was a 60 minute match it was buzzing everywhere. I was just a fan at the time, but it was buzzing everywhere. Because, like, it, number one, that rarely happens on the indies anyway. Yeah. And then secondly, just seeing how it just naturally just fell in was amazing. And, um, I mean, I was in the crowd, and I just remember going nuts. Like, I couldn't believe that this was like – it's nobody saw it coming at 60 minutes, you know. You never expect when they're like, 60-minute time limit, you don't ever expect it to happen. Yeah. Like, Holy shit, I don't expect it to go an hour. But they well, did. It was awesome. Yeah, besides this one, I have seen two classic 60-minute matches, um, neither of which in person, but obviously ACH and, uh, well, Trevor Lee, obviously now Cameron Grimes in WWE, um, classic fucking. I mean, one of those matches where you're on the edge of your fucking seat. And then obviously Fred Yehi and Josh Alexander two years ago. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, Port, I mean, Perch definitely earned his fucking money during that match. That was that was another match where it's like I, these two, those two just beat the piss off it for sixty minutes. Um, I love Josh Alexander. I love Fred Yehi. So obviously, you and I have world. talked. Yeah, two of the um, best in the world. Absolutely. I, I, <laughs> you should have seen Perch's T-shirt or his ref shirt after that match. I swear to you, he hung it and it was literally dripping. Yeah, sweat. <laughs> best yeah. referee. Best referee out there. Yeah, That's so, incredible. Shout out to Perch. Um, not only a former guest of um one of my shows, but yeah, just a great human being. So, um, I, 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 people are it's so funny with him. People are convinced that he's uh that it's an act sometimes. Like nobody's that nice. Nobody's that yeah. pure. And I'm like, no, it's it's real. He is that pure. He's yeah. absolutely that pure. <laughs> yeah, and, and and not to be this guy, but I mean, obviously, I knew Perch before he was a big time referee. You know, and it was yeah. the same back then. You know, so and it's, yeah, because kind of his career kind of aligns with my coming back to wrestling. But this is, show isn't about me. Um, you know, we could go on about that. But uh, Will, do you have it all queued up? Yeah. Let's Ooh, those it. headphones are nice, by the way. Thanks, yeah. I got them for free off a uh, free for free off an airplane. Yeah, and Will, uh, Will's got the dapper haircut. But uh, Trent, you said you're you're good to go. I'm good, man. Let me. Uh, I think it's at one hour and twenty eight minutes. Point of no return 2012. Yep. So I am uh, getting it right here. Hang on a second. Make sure I'm good. And I'm paused. I got a good uh, good view of uh, Jack and Tick here real quick. Bless you, sunshine. Oh, yeah. There you go. Shout out to those two. So. Oh, my God. Day one, every show. Every yeah. show. They're fantastic yep. people. Yeah. Is it we'll 28? Pull- I think it's a little yeah. bit. Well, yeah. So I, I listed. I mean, I picked one twenty-eight because it's it's the end of the match before. Because I thought it'd be kind of funny Got to start it. there. So, why is Martini not wearing a shirt? 
I mean, would you would you wear a shirt? Look at his book. He's he looks great. <laughs> he looks fantastic. Why why yeah. wear a shirt? Yeah, he's missing the hat there, so. All right, you guys ready? I'm ready, man. All yeah. right, so we're gonna hit play here in three, two, one. Real quick here before we start uh with this awesome uh, watch along, which turned out great. Uh, I can once again, if I can thank Trent pretty early here, and obviously Will for for joining me two nights in a row. Uh, but this is a good time to take a network break. Uh, you know, obviously we've got the co uh, commercial here. I'll play for the Shining Wizards Network, so make sure you follow all the great shows on the Shining Wizards Network. But I'd be remiss, like I say every week, if I do want to shout out real quick, obviously. Uh, you know, the people that put us over first, you know, Chad Diesel over um, for Visionaries Global Media. So make sure you follow all the great shows. Uh, just type in Visionaries Global Media into your Google thing, and it'll be the first thing that pop up. But all these great shows obviously can hear this, you know, and Will mentioned I never put up the Midwestern Wrestling Roundups also on here. Uh, but obviously check out the Brain Buster Boys, you know, thanks to Beaumont for coming on last week. Uh, obviously the guys that uh, banned from ringside, JCB, Three Beer Zach, and obviously Bill. Uh, JCB is coming on hopefully for a watch along here sometime soon. Uh, there's um, Chris Talks Games where Chris is on there all the time uh, getting your video game on. And then uh, Dungeons and Junkies. Uh, Matt and Chad and the gang are, are got a in the middle of a pretty awesome campaign right now it sounds like. And you know obviously I want to shout out Graham and Matt over at the Good Cop Bad Cop. Uh, but yeah everyone enjoy this uh, real quick Shining Wizards Network and enjoy this watch along. The Shining Wizards is the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. Don't believe me? Tune in and check us out. We laugh, we cry, we interview some of the greatest people in professional wrestling, and we have some of the greatest segments of all time, including everyone's favorite wrestling game show, Can You Beat That? We're live 6.50 p.m. East on Monday night on all social media platforms, and we're with you wherever you go on every single streaming and podcasting platform as well. Check us out. Go over to ShiningWizards.com and join us for some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. What's up, folks? It's your boy, the Impact Player, Mr. Philly Ray, inviting all of you to check out the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Join us as we cover all things current in the world of pro wrestling, as well as paying homage to the old school, the squared circle. So listen in and find out why we are the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. Find us on all social media platforms and anywhere you get your podcast from. And as always, we are the proudest members of the Shining Wizards Network and Rant Entertainment Media. The Mark Order Podcast is the only show you need if you're looking for dedicated coverage of everything AEW on the Shining Wizards Network. Join us live on YouTube every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Dynamite to chat along with the show. If you can't join us live, listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all social channels at MarkOrderPod and use the hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. G'day guys, my name is Thomas, one half of the Broadcast Podcast. With our podcast, we go back and watch wrestling events from WWE, WWF, WCW, ECW, AEW, and many other wrestling promotions. You can check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast, that's T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T, and you can also download all episodes on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Castro, and many other podcast apps.
Got 30 minutes to kill? Come check out 30 Screams or Less, where we review a horror movie in 30 minutes or less. We cover new movies and old ones, too. We'll give our honest thoughts on the movie, good or shit, as well as a rating of each one that we watch. New episodes weekly, available on the Shining Wizards Network and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Steve. And I'm Corey. Come check us out at 30 Screams or Less. What's up, everyone? When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure to check out Wrestling Night in Canada. If we're not recording another kick-ass podcast, or playing in punk bands, or recording kick-ass heavy metal albums, then we're sitting back, we're grabbing a couple brews, and going over everything to do in the world of pro wrestling. Because we're from Winnipeg, you idiots. If you like your music heavy, then check out Radioactive Metal on the Shining Wizards Network. For over 16 years now, Radioactive Metal has been one of the longest-running podcasts. Over the years, we've interviewed some legendary metal acts, had some awesome discussions, and cranked a hell of a lot of tunes. So join your cool Uncle Snowy and his co-host Aaron for the audio mosh pit that is Radioactive Metal here on the Shining Wizards Network. Are you tired of being lied to every day by the mainstream media? Do you want to know what's really going on in the world? Do you want to make up your own mind about things and not be told what to think or say? Then listen to Inconclusive Breakdown, a weekly anti-PC look at the world of entertainment and current events brought to you without censorship or filters. You can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts, BitChute, and on ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. And also, we're a proud member of the Shining Wizards Network. All right. So we got oh, Danny it's Daniels. A, it's a it's a flesh colored vest. Never mind. Uh, Danny Daniels, <laughs> the the owner of AAW when he was active wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Miss Mischief and Mischief is obviously featured very prominently in our show. Look at uh, Jimmy, the ring announcer. He, he doesn't age. You notice this? He looks exactly the yeah. same ten years, eleven years ago that he as he does today when you see him ring announcing. It's unreal to me how he never ages. Yeah. It's crazy. So Elgin is a uh, heritage at the time. I just can't get around. Jimmy looks the same. Is the uh, is yeah. the heritage title like a uh, like kind of your secondary, like your intercontinental, so to speak, or like a U.S. Yes. level title? Okay. Yep, that's the. Uh, it grew out of the um, Midwest Heritage Championship, and we we absorbed it at one point, and. Um, Actually, no, we, we, I mean, we started its own lineage. It originally was the AW Cruiserweight Championship. And then okay. when Danny was champion, he was gaining weight. So he, uh, he renamed it. <laughs> <laughs> and he, it was a whole promo. It was pretty funny. And it went to Heritage. And it's the Heritage Championship. So, while wow, uh, you're, you're right, Trent. Jimmy looks exactly the same. 100%, man. 100%. He, he doesn't age. Um, 
funny story really want to quick out uh, the shout out the guys over at two heels in a face podcast um trent i know you've been on their show uh but they had davy vega on uh just talking about the heritage title and those little wings always kind of oh. poking them in the belly all the time they, they cut they cut it i love this belt though i mean i love that title um but that's the heavyweight that's not yeah. that's not the hair that's the heavyweight right there yeah okay so silas is the heavyweight champ he's the heavyweight champ the... oh, yeah. okay yeah yeah so it's uh but the heritage is a beautiful beautiful title i, I love it to this day it's the heritage is so cool that heavyweight title is the old belt that's sitting in uh possession of i want to say that's at uh mike uh mike Pegwich's place right now okay he's got three of the old belts i believe and shout out to val malone uh obviously seconding silas here yeah she, look at it. she looks gorgeous man Obviously, I know Val semi personally as her yeah. now fiance, Mr. Zach Hendricks, is a good a former guest of this show. Also, yeah, we did an awesome watch along. It was a, a forty-five minute, well, another draw, but a Ring of Honor. It was Tyler Black and Brian Danielson versus the American Wolves, and that match was better than I thought it was going to be. And that's oh, seen okay. a lot coming with those two names. So I bet. I mean, it's that look, seeing that match, I bet it's great. Yeah, but uh, Will, that's the big fucking belt right there. So, what's well, well? I suppose it's technically not the big F and belt, but no, the big F and belt's the one now. Okay. Yeah, but that's that's still the heavy. That's still the big, uh, big title. I think. I, what's your What's the, your time check? Let's make sure we're all aligned. Your time wise. I'm at one thirty one eighteen. Okay, I'm about a minute ahead. Of you. I'm gonna jump back. Hang on. Oh, okay. I'm a. I'm a. I was about twenty seconds ahead of Tom. Okay, so I'm, I should be aligned with you now. Okay, they just rang the bell. Up, yeah, I'm right about there too. Okay, so where I'm sitting is if you see the referee, he's in the, he's in the corners, like stage right, right there. I'm just on that side along that wall in Berwyn. Okay, I'm with my buddy Dave. We went to everything together. Shout to Dave. There I am. You could see me kind of. I saw myself. Mm. <laughs> I can see that's on the crowd. There's the hair. I see it. There he is. Young man at the time. 10 years young, 10 year, 11 years younger. Wow, I can't believe it's January of 2012. Fuck. How, you know, it's really ironic. The girlfriend no. I was, I had at the time at the, that the show happened. We broke up the next year. We just started talking again. Like oh, really? two weeks, two weeks ago, we out of the blue started talking again. I think they call it a serendipity, Trent. So I don't know, man. It was uh, it was a nice repairing of a, of a, of a relation. It was fun to reconnect after so long. That's so funny. And the match isn't playing too loud for you guys, listed on my end. No, I got my own going, so I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I I, I, I turned it up a wee bit just because I've uh, I don't watch any of these things ahead of time. Because I've never seen it before, and I'm just not good about going back and watching stuff. Yep. You Even got, newer yeah. stuff, like if I miss something, it's like, oh, it's gone. I missed it. Too no. Like you can just pull it up. It's like, no, nah, it's gone. <laughs> the um, Silas at the time, yeah, I remember was he? I mean, he's absolutely a legend of the company. I mean, he, this is a guy who carried a lot for the company. I mean, he really, really did a lot to to stabilize and just be like a consistent, just top guy. And he's still, you know, he's, he's came back after the ring of honor closing initially before the buyout 
came back to us. Uh, looks like he might be going back. I think he was. He's on. He's on the collision tapings. I'm sure. I think he is. From what I understand. Um, but he's a guy who just. I mean, he's a fixture at the company. You know, like he's done everything. He knows how to make. He knows how to make new guys. He knows how to teach. He's a teacher backstage. He and when he's back, him, he's a locker room leader. You know, and he sits back there and he, he's been at the top of the company. He's been all over the world, so he knows how to. He knows how to get through this business and navigate through it. And I see him taking young guys under his wing and really teaching them how to do it. And, yeah, that's, uh, that series he had with Brandon Lee last year was awesome. He took it upon himself. He said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the kid. You know, I got, I'm, I want to teach this kid." So it's a, uh, it's 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 a testament of who you know what of what he is, what he's all about. I love, I love the guy. It's uh, it's amazing that I was a fan of his for many years. And then just getting to know him, I get to work with him now. It's that's a trip. Yeah. Um, shout out to hopefully future guests, but he just had a banger with uh, Eric Dillinger, uh, Public Enemy number one. I know he's kind of known of a, as a deathmatch guy, uh, but for an ICW Milwaukee um, family friendly show, which they don't do very often. Yeah, that's a rare thing for them, right? Yeah. Um, but obviously, dysfunction being. Um, Silas's, you know, former brother-in-law, because dysfunction's Val's brother, which I'm sure Trent you knew. So yeah, well, you told me, but I didn't know when I <laughs> went with you. You know, told me about that, and um, I had no idea. But look, I mean, you could look at the chemistry these two have just right off the bat. I mean, look at this. I mean, this they had met once or twice before. You know what I'm saying? Like this is just incredible chemistry. One of those being a a tag. Yeah. Or so yeah, twice before this, right? So one of them was a tag, and. I mean, just it's like they just had it. Like some people just mesh, man, and it's just you're meant to fight. And yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome to see that. I mean, their style is just, just. I mean, it just makes sense. I mean, the way they both wrestle. So you wouldn't think because you know Elg is a thick guy. He's a big, thick guy. Sal's a slender, kind of technical guy. One's power, one's technical, but it just works, man. Like some guys just had it. Like uh, this match reminded me a lot of like Brett versus Bam Bam. You know, that's yeah. exactly the feeling I got. You know, you see those two match up, you're like, well, one's it's a big man versus a technical guy, but that's it works. They know how to play to each other. Yeah, Will, and this venue too is is pretty legendary, but it's a I don't know. It's it's your classic old, you know, wrestling venue. And I really dug it the, the two days I spent in there. So that's actually every, where we first met. Almost every major star on television today wrestled in this venue. Play it right now. You name him, Brian Danielson, Seth Rollins. You know, yeah. you name him. Uh, they pretty much the AEW roster is wrestled. You know, with the exception yeah. of like Omega, um, worked this building, and it's pretty awesome. So Omega never came through AEW or AAW back in like the early 2010s. No, hmm. I don't know what it was. I think um, when he would come to the U.S., he would just go. Well, it was PWG, I know, for a little bit. And then he, but it was mainly East Coast stuff, you know? Yeah. And um, never came to the Midwest, man. He never did the Midwest. There was a lot of guys who I feel like we missed out on. I mean, I wasn't there at the time, but, like, I think back to certain guys. I wish we could, like, we never had uh, Omega. We were close to getting AJ Styles during his indie run, Oof. his um, second indie run. Um, that's one I feel we missed out on. You know, AJ would have been a good one. Uh, Jeff Hardy. We had Matt during the Broken Era. Hmm. Uh, 
who else did we not have? There's was, there was a couple. There's a couple like stalwarts. He's just like, man, we never got them. But pretty much everybody else, we got them. You know, I mean, I mean, damn it. Drag Adam Cole. Adam Cole eluded us. Really? Somehow. I believe, yeah. And I think we, oh, we were close with him, too. It was close with Adam Cole. And it never, it just didn't pan out. That's that was a weird one. I was like, how did that not happen? But uh, so, Will, on your next visit to Wisconsin, your next first visit to Wisconsin, we'll take you to Berwyn. So, yeah, plus okay. a great, great uh, Mexican restaurant across the street. It's incredible, yeah. incredible Mexican restaurant. You have to go. That's where I I'm, met I'm Kirby down. Alexander for the first time in that restaurant. Did you? Yeah. And Kirby's a nice guy. Yeah. Super sweet guy. He's been quite, I have not seen him posting much lately. I don't know where he's been. Uh, I, was, I, uh, I saw him to, at that Pow show, that Pride show that Pow did. Oh, did you go uh, to the Brower House? Yeah. It was awesome. Okay. Yeah. So My I'm buddy. right where, where, they're, where they are at on the outside. I'm right there. I'm, I'm at that, on that section right there. Okay. So. I had a great, great shot of this. I might have some photos of this this match somewhere. You are all over defined tonight, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Front row on that one. Yep. yep. <laughs> right there in the aisle. Yeah. I was on the aisle on that one, then front row for uh, Bruce City. Beat down, yeah. Ah, great time. Great, great well, time. But, Will, you see the couple there in the front row with the bright yellow shirts. That's Jack and Tick, so they're. They're pretty much at every, well, actually at every AEW show. Everyone. But I met Jack. He used to come up to um, ICW. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so Jack was the one that broke the news that the Young Bucks jumped, uh, jumped uh, Proud and Power, or actually um, LAX at Logan Square Auditorium there. That was cool, man. That was a, that's a pop. That's a pop that I'll never forget. Besides Paco winning the Heritage title, I think that's the lowest pop I've ever heard for AEW. I heard that Paco Pop was insane. I unfortunately missed it because I was in Egypt at the time. Yeah, I was. Uh, I missed that pop, and I, I've heard from everybody that it is the most insane pop that we've heard. The Paco Pop. The Paco Pop. These chops are ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> they should be outlawed. Will. As Carino says, why do you need to chop people so hard? I just love that. Like it is, it, the match is so believable to me. They're they're fighting. It's a fight. Yeah. There's none of this fucking no, bullshit. It, it looks great, and I mean, it's cool for me because we're we're talking to Ring of Honor. So like when I first started dabbling in Ring of Honor, these two are two of the guys that like I kind of gravitated to. Yeah. Like right, right off, like Silas. I only think it was a match. I think it was just like a little promo bit. Uh-huh. From about being a real man or whatever. I'm like, I'm sold on this guy. He looks oh, he's great. He's got like the he's got the coat cower mustache. He looks angry. It's like mm. I'm all I'm all in for it. Like and Elgin was just like that dude where it's like this Elgin dude looks strong as shit. Like I'm yeah, I'm dude. here for it. <laughs> he's a he's a he's a big dude, man. I mean it's 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 so unfortunate how how things panned out with the you know the, his personal life and you know, involving his wrestling leading to his yeah. wrestling career it's like it's a shame because he had all the talent in the world and to me he's one of the most big he's a, one of the biggest missed opportunities from what i understand he was slated to win the impact title before that crap came out and he was going to go on a world tour 
Uh, I mean, he was he, he was revered out worldwide. Yeah, the guy never had a bad match. He's got and a fucking like, motor. Like you think he'd be gassed, but no. I mean, he. I'm telling you, it's it's one of the biggest letdowns because he had everything, and his personal life got in the way, and he a lot of. I mean, look, we don't know. We we've heard one two sides of stories. He's been trying to clear his name for years. It's just the he he beat it the one time. With the first thing, it kind of came, and then he got an impact, and was on this little redemption tour, and it was great. I mean, he's doing fantastic. And then the other crap came out, and it just would not end, man. It's just like people can only take so much. And wrestling fans, you know, they hold people to a different standard. It's you know, call it um, fair or unfair. Yet they, but they play judge or an executioner pretty quickly, though. That's the thing. You got to be. Yeah. It's an it's a business where you got to stay neutral sometimes, man. You can't really jump into political affiliations. You can't you just just wrestle. Just be your just push your character. Don't be a scumbag. Like, you know, and, and when things come out about your personal life, they take to it pretty quickly. And um it's a shame because to me it was one of the best wrestlers of the last decade. And he had everything. Yeah, well, I still can't believe he tried out to be a baseball player. Like a dude yeah, it's funny, huh? like, I'm gonna go play baseball. It's like <laughs> dog, what are you doing? <laughs> Unless it's going to be a catcher, I can see catching. You know, like it's got that size catcher needs. I don't know, man. I mean, Kirby Puckett played during their field, and Kirby Puckett kind of looked the same thing. So, yeah, I guess so. Kind of showing my age there, but wait, will he tried playing baseball? Yes, tour. Like recently, or that was no. This was like at the end of his time in Ring of Honor because that was kind of a. A thing where he's like, I'm going to do it. And they're like, don't do it. And he's like, I'm going to go do it. And I think that's that. What that's what led to him being out of Ring of Honor. So it wasn't like Sid Vicious or Sid uh, Justice playing softball. It was actual baseball baseball. He was trying out for Major League Baseball. Oh, shit. That would have been, been interesting. I did not know I don't. That. I don't remember what team he he was shooting to, like, try out for, but. No if, I, if I re- and if I recollect correctly, this was a while ago. I want to say I was approved to go try out, and he just said, "Fuck it, I'm going to go do it." Nice. Got the, got that Kenny King treatment. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny King's the uh, with his Chippendale treatment, man. Yep. <laughs> but I mean, um, obviously, we're watching 2012 Ring of Honor. It will. What I mean, Elgin had at least what four matches in the top ten last year, at least. He's always been great. The matches have never been bad. Like, and he Every, works well with everybody. Everybody. That's the thing. Everything aside, I never saw him have a bad match. Never. Not once. Like we and saw, it, like when we first started the show, and he's wrestling like, uh, like the Sidells and like. Uh, TJP and stuff, and he's like throwing these little guys around because he can throw, you know, 300 pound guys around. So, you know, a guy who weighs half that is like, oh, I'll just, oh. you know, whip this dude like all oh. over the place. But, and, you know, these matches too are like him and Silas are like, you know, he's a little thicker, but like, you know, they're roughly the same height. They're, it's not like Silas is like a small guy. No, he's uh, not. But he, he just manhandles everybody. And the like, it's good. Him and like him and Steen that that title match was yeah. fantastic. 
Yeah, and then uh, obviously him and Davey at uh, the Sunshine shows that they did for WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. That well, was him- Ring of Honor's uh, match of the year. Yeah. As as they presented on TV. So, what's it called? Sun- showdown, Sunrise? Show- yeah, that was a Showdown in the Sun, yeah. Showdown in the Sun, right? Yeah. They hyped the shit out of that show. And overall, the show was not that great, but that match was really good. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. That's that is what uh, what it was. I remember it was a it Two was days. a hot sell. It, yeah, it was a hot selling DVD because of that reason. Because everybody's like, "Oh shit!" You know, they heard about the match, but the um, but the match wasn't. Uh, the rest of the card wasn't anything exciting. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but once again, you know, obviously. Not to tune our own horns here, Tramp, but where did Davey and Elgin cut their teeth together? Yeah, exactly, man. It's true. I mean, we over so, here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Vermont doesn't have really any strong, cool indie federations that I know <laughs> of. So. Who do you guys have? Do you have any at all? So there's a couple in kind of this area now, like uh, – like kind of where I am in Southern New Hampshire, I've got chaotic um, and I've got beyond run shows. And there's a company who just kind of started up again called uh, WFA wrestling Federation of America. Um, Caleb Seltzer is, is a part Mm. of that. And uh, like Joe Dombrowski, they just announced he's going to be doing commentary going forward. Oh, he's our guy. Uh, They just had a bunch of like, Old Ring of Honor guys like Delirious was just up here. Malonis lives up here still. Oh, cool. Um, in Vermont, so like my dad and my brother sometimes go to one. It's called, uh, I think it's ETWA, oh. I think is uh, the company. And like uh, the Colonies, the Tag Team Champions, and like uh, Anthony Green would go up there mm-hmm. and wrestle when he's like in the States. What I love about this match, it just feels like a fight. You know, it is a fight. And that's there, yeah, there's no there's no pulled punches. There's it's just it's just real. There's a realism to it, you know. These are two guys who are trying to beat one another. Bottom line. Yeah. Trent, do you have any who's on the call here speaking of Joe Dombrowski? Uh you got uh Phil Colvin and this is talking right now. It's um Okay, Phil. Yeah. Name? This is uh uh, what's his name? Um, oh man, D- Dave Prezak, owner of Shimmer. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, my sound's not too good, so yeah, I know. I mean, actually, I met Phil the first time I met you too. So yeah, he was. Uh, he's gone now, but he um, he was a commentator for a long time. But will isn't Joe Dombrowski doing like a lot of booking for that federation too, or is he just the announcer? I don't remember. Or is Caleb the one doing he, that? He's the Caleb Seltzer's like the primary like producer promoter. Okay. Yeah, because Trent. I mean, I, oh, I'm sorry. This this must be a recent addition because that that show I went to was not not great. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Like don't get me wrong, it was a fun show, but it was. I'm still a little salty that I, I I paid extra for the meet and greet to take picture with the champions. They didn't have any champions. Oh, that yeah. sucks. That's a ripoff. <laughs> you know, it was at some little hall where the the top of the the ropes 
wasn't too far from the ceiling. Oh, jeez. And there was, like, no room around ringside. So people would run and do, like, the suicide dive. It's like, where do you think you're going? Like, there's there's nowhere to go. Please don't do that. <laughs> it's amateur <laughs> so, like, hour, man. Malone, Malone raised his hand when he won his match, and he was pretty much touching the ceiling. So like, oh, some God. people try to go to, like, the top rope, and it's like, there's just no, just... There's no room. Like you can't even get like a, a push off to like go forward. Even. I know people are, you know, they desperately want to run shows. want to find a venue, but it's like, come on, man. If that's, if that's where you're coming up, if that's where you're, you're running into. It's like, forget it. <laughs> a lot of venues right here have shit on the ceiling. They're like constantly in the way, whether it's, yeah. it's pipes or like little chandelier things. Like there's, I feel like there's always, most likely chandeliers <laughs> is usually the common one. Mm. Which you know, makes me think it's like some of these venues, if you're getting enough business from wrestling promotions, you know, it's like, hey man, maybe just invest in just like getting rid of your chandeliers and um you know, going with like other kind of lighting. Yeah. Or, or- because it's all decorative stuff. Like it's not actual chandelier to like light. Things. It's just like hanging there for decoration. So it's yeah. like, can we just can we take this down like ahead of time? If we like put it back up after like. Yeah, there's a venue in Milwaukee here that I'm like, you could easily just take those down, those chandeliers down. I mean, it's it's a bigger venue, but I mean. Oh, I think I just saw you, Trent. Right there, yeah. Look, so. That little shot of the crowd. I think it might have been yeah. me. Yeah, I'm on that side. God, what a memory. I, I, I can just remember this day so well. I totally remember. I remember just the feeling of, like, how this match just turned into what it turned into. It's the coolest part, you know? Yeah. It's our history. Yeah, it, to me, I always said this to, to, to both of these guys that I always just tell them. I said, it's the match that really put the company on the map. There's a few pivotal moments around these years. Because remember, these were years where, like, where, like, a lot of, you know, guys are getting scooped up. 2012 was a rough year. A lot of guys have been scooped up by, by the majors. Yeah, a lot of guys black. Were, Yeah, a lot of guys were gone. They were they were gone off the indies, man. So they were, we lost, a, I mean, the indies were dry at this time. You know, they were getting pretty dry. And everybody was struggling to kind of keep their crowds, keep a lot of going on, have a star. And then you get this match for AAW, which at this point was only what eight years old yeah and um you know we had a good fall we were in Berwyn. we do bourbon street but you know we were getting there but when this match happened and the buzz it got i mean i just remember as a fan hearing so much about it like man what the hell like this is like and, and it was, you know you, you took it as yours it was our company i had been there since day one so yeah. when i started seeing people all over the internet talking about a and w and like that match, I'm like, I was there, I was there. I was like the sense of pride saying I was in the crowd. Hmm. And this match really just to me put the company on a stage of like, wait, there's some crazy shit going on in Chicago. You need to go watch that. That this is some wacky shit. And I remember, if I remember correctly, the the show following this just blew up. Like that was like we I mean they had an increase of almost two hundred people in the crowd, two, three hundred people or something like that. Uh, just a bigger crowd. You saw it. You saw the effect of the word of mouth. That, yeah, to me, I mean, was the cool thing. I mean, obviously, the internet was a thing, but it wasn't really a thing thing back then, so. Not like it is now, you know? Yeah. Not like not to the degree it is now with uh, with Twitter and everything. The word, word didn't travel that fast. And um, you had some basic stuff. 
but nowhere like this. Yeah, and I was home in Milwaukee that summer too, and I was I was out of wrestling though. So I mean, I would have would have killed to been there, but yeah, because actually, ironically enough, my first a live AEW show was uh, yeah April two thousand eighteen, the point in our return. So, where nice. uh, Teddy Hart broke his arm against Pentagon. So, did he break his arm like legit? I don't remember that. Yeah, at least he said he did. So I mean, it's oh, Teddy, Teddy Hart. Hart. I don't, I don't yeah. believe you actually did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that where was... he cut. He got a really good speech, right? He had a really awesome yeah. speech afterwards. It was a great yeah. speech. It was an awesome speech he cut afterwards. I was like, oh, that's kind of nice of him. It's a lot of nice stuff. Yeah. Jeff Cobb was still in wrestling at that point, so. Is he out of wrestling now? What well, I mean him? the faction wrestling. No, Jeff oh. Cobb's huge in uh, New Japan right now. Oh, okay. He's with Will Ospreay's faction, the United Empire. Oh, okay. My buddy, oh, yeah. uh, so you guys heard of Blacksmith Apparel? They do a lot of uh, those soccer jersey-style shirts for wrestling. Hmm. You look up uh, Blacksmith Apparel. It's a good good buddy of mine. He just made the United Empire jersey, and that really? they're all wear, that they're. If you see them wearing, he yeah. did theirs. He's got the new Bullet Club one. He's got uh, what well, he he has Josh Alexander, Jake Christ, Speedball, Ace Austin, Wow, uh, Bulldog, Brett, Shawn Michaels. These are licenses he's got. Um, God damn. Him. I'm missing one. And he's a one man show, man. And he's awesome. His huh. stuff's great. Blacksmith Apparel. B L C K S M T H. Okay. Yeah. That's the. He's a great, great designer. And he's it's, got it's the. Very uh, cool stuff. Nice. Yeah. Dude, he. Uh, on SmackDown, there's a team something bullies. Is that right? Uh, Boulevard bullies. And is that right? Or not? Oh, um, Pete Dunn's faction, right? Yes. Like, yes. Did Seamus? Yeah. He he did their shirts. They they really? walked out on SmackDown last week wearing them. Like holy shit! Like he did theirs too. Yeah. Will you Super know that company? Hmm. Will yes. you know that company? Oh, nice. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. He's a one man show. Like he's literally complete independent. Nice. Oh, okay. my buddy Joe back there in the corner, right behind Val. It's <laughs> so funny. Hmm. He still comes to the shows. I, I feel like I I take in and I I see more wrestling merchandise in like different like clothing stuff than I do actual wrestling. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. I mean, though. there's there's so many there's so many great smaller companies out there putting out just high quality stuff now. It, it it's weird because there's so many companies doing it. There's a ton of like people buying them. But you rarely see like people wearing them in public, you know. Like, like, it's like I you got a think... I got a compliment the other day. I'll uh, Tom mentioned Nick, uh, camera guy Nick. Yeah. yeah. I I bought the uh, the SmackDown. I believe the yeah, SmackDown shut your mouth baseball cap when he <laughs> when he put that when yeah. he put that out, and I, I wore it out to Dave and Buster's the other day, and somebody was like, "Bro, that hat's awesome!" I'm like, right? That's cool. That's really Shut awesome. Show it to Nick, man. I mean, I, yeah, I haven't talked to that kid in a while. So, yeah, speaking Nick's... of camera people, is that is that Basil on the camera? No, no, he wasn't shooting at this time. Basil okay. didn't start shooting until twenty seventeen. Okay. Or twenty eighteen. I want to say twenty eighteen. On the outside, on camera, the the one doing the video. Yeah. That's Robles. Robles okay. with Smart Mark Video. He's still with Smart Mark Video. 
Um, still does a lot of stuff. He doesn't work with us as much. We don't use Smart Mark anymore, but um, if we need him, he'll pop in. Uh, he lives local. He's in Chicago. Nice. Robles is cool as hell. Yeah, he's been around the game for a long time. Uh, Robles and Ivan have the two. The camera girl, I think her name is Zia. I think that's Zia. Okay. The photo camera girl. I think that's, I never, I don't know if that's her though. No, not Zia. Oh my God, those. Gail, I want to say. I, I, I didn't know her. I should go. I go to the AAW archives. I see a name. I can't remember her name, though. Um, but yeah, she was uh, she was there for a long time prior. Elgin's busted up, too. Yeah, he is. I mean, look I... At, they haven't stopped. No. That's the thing that gets me about this. They don't they had they did not stop beating the shit out of each other. Nobody's winded. Barely a break. Yeah. I used to talk about so PJ Drummond, the referee, he was a uh, we used to always call him pants. Well, me and my mm. buddies did because he always like, he has the comfy pants on. He has the cargo like soft pants on. For, like you look at his pants. They're just like these comfy referee pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but we yeah. always like my buddy Norm and I would go to the AW shows and be like, pants. The pants. That's awesome. Yeah, I got to PJ left uh, soon after I started. I got to know him briefly. He was on creative for a while and um, ended up taking off. But he's out of wrestling now. Very stalwart referee. He was there for many years. Solid. He was the head referee for a long time. Yeah, and there's no, you know, it's a fight, but there's no chicanery. You know, Val Val hasn't gotten involved. It's a Um, pure wrestling match you know it's fantastic look at that it's like you could see these two fighting in the back of a bar like 40 years ago yeah yeah goddamn i mean obviously i'm biased because he's from my neck of the woods but goddamn silas is a fucking athlete too dude he's an athlete i mean he doesn't get enough i think it's just because he's not on social media a ton and he's not like a big um public facing kind of guy but he's he's fantastic. I mean, he is one of the best I've seen do it. You know, like he just knows how to work with anybody. You need to test somebody, we give him to Silas. There's a few gatekeepers like in, in, in AAW. There's a couple of guys who are the measuring stick. You know, it's like uh, that we've ever had. It's like Josh Alexander, Silas, um, you know, in the past, like certain way with, with, with the women and stuff, you had a. Uh, you know, mischief for a long time was that. You know, she was a fixture at the company. Nice. Um, yeah, because she's yeah, she's pretty much the the head lady in uh, Ring of Honor right now with mm-hmm. their very limited women's division. Because I don't uh, know, yep. Sarah Del Rey has been hired by WWE at this point, two thousand thirteen. I don't know. Thirteen? I don't think she was. But like, man, you know, like Basal is one, of, and to this day. It's like we need some. We need to test the ground on somebody. It's like, hey, we need to put somebody out there to like see what they're made of, to make them. It's you. You can give them to Silas, Josh, Silas. I mean, there's certain guys who just can work with everybody, and it's not a knock at anybody who who isn't like a a diverse athlete like that. It's like they're all athletes in their own way, but there's certain styles that just mesh. You know, it's like like a blood type, right? You can compare it like a blood type, certain like. What is it? Oh, oh, negative can go with anything. <laughs> I, I, if I've got that right, I forgot what it is. But typo. I just think of the band. So I know there's there's a type of blood that can go mixed with anybody. Then there's a, there's one yeah, so, mixed with it. 
certain oh, stuff. Oh, it's the universal donor. Yeah. That's the thing, man. He just Sal's one of those guys. <laughs> he just has it. Look at God, look at damn. these fucking hit. The thing is, they're laying it in too. I mean, the believability of wrestling at this time, yeah, so much different than it is now. I mean, now this like it's so over choreographed. Oh. I mean, it's just it's well, completely. I was, I was kind of alluding to that a little earlier, where it's like there's no pulled punches. So you know, these guys aren't afraid, like, and they're not going to get like pissy if mm-hmm. like somebody lays in a little too much. It's just like, all right, it happened. Supposed yeah. to punch me, punch me, whatever. Lay it in. You know, and some people today they're so scared to, to do it. Even, I mean, I've I've, I've been around um, kind of breakdowns, match breakdown sessions with Danny, and he's like, he's told people you got to lay it in. You know, if you're going to if you're gonna punch me, because because you make, I mean, put it in there. You know, like, but if you if you pull it too much, where it looks fucking phony, man, people can see that. They will call that out. Yeah, especially so, in person. Yeah, dude. Like you got it. There's a there's a limit. Oh, yeah, I mean, what are they doing? Oh, what part are you at? Uh yeah. Elgin just superplexed him into the. Oh yeah. God, the ring. The I, I like the black tarp on the. Or the yeah, the black uh, ring apron. Uh, the apron. Got, the uh, the mat. I love the black mat. That's gotta get hot though, huh? I don't know. I think it's the same same material. You know, I don't think it was too bad. Um, it covered all the stains and blood and shit. <laughs> yeah. But I I think it always personally I always thought it looked cool. I mean, now we would dress up the aprons and logos and stuff. But even at the time, I just thought it looked cool with the black um the black mat. And imagine now, you know, we put a logo in the middle, dress up. Yeah. This is 2012, or before you had the money to do that stuff. So I just want to point out this match has been going on for well over half an hour. It sure shit doesn't feel like it. So they just haven't stopped. <laughs> Look at I love the Nagasaki roll that he does, the headstand. I mean, god damn, it's just so Silas Young. Oh, there oh, we go. Back back fist. Are we are we getting the buckle bomb too? There it is. There it is, baby. Here it comes. Oh, I'm behind you guys. Yeah, you're maybe you're like a few seconds behind us. Oh. How does he Jeez. not kill people with that? I don't so know. That's, that's our that's our first first of three falls. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm like so kind of on seconds. the on the, on the stuff in the corner with like the the hands the headstand stuff. So so you're a fan of that because our our friends on the the main Wizards show like they dig the Silas Young character and they think he's a great worker, but like it's moves like that like what well, doesn't seem to fit kind of his shtick. But but you're a fan of it. I'm a fan of it because the re- reason I think it fits fits the shtick is because it's like, it's almost like the real man, kind of giving you this little like, yeah, you, I'll do your little acrobatics too, and I can pull that off perfectly as well. I'm, I'll do it once a match and show you that I can do it too. You know, you don't, I don't have to be a high flyer to do it for you. And uh, I don't know why I was like, I, I know what you I mean do. that it's that it's not really his his thing. But, but it's it, a, it seems like a touch out of character for somebody who's so like in character. Like, sure, makes sense. Makes sense. Because you know, it's like, oh, it leaves you open. You're going to do a handstand. Like somebody can just like you know pop you one or whatever. You're trying to be cute. Mm-hmm. Like I don't remember him doing that. Like obviously, like you notice it in match all the time. But like when I first started watching Ring of Honor, like that never like would have popped into my head. It's like, do you remember Silas Young doing a handstand? I'm like, no. Mm. But it's there. He does it. Yeah, every time Elgin does that goddamn backfist, man, I would be done for a week. 
<laughs> and by done, I mean sleeping. I mean literally, like passed out, like knocked out. Yeah, that, that's a that's a move where it's like you you kind of it's at your own risk, right? You're like because he's not looking at you. So yeah. I mean, you you want to make sure that you're not you want to make sure you're you're in a, a reasonable spot in that that spin back around so you don't get totally wiped out by it. So Trent, I know obviously this is, this is before you were with the company, but would Danny be booking this match then? Oh yeah, I mean it's, this is his deal. This is okay. all Danny. I mean he's got creative input from the from the team, but uh, um. But Danny's he's the head of he's he's the creative guy. I mean, now we do um there are certain things that we as a team will kind of do together and, and certain guys like we'll have ideas for and um you know, there's some some of us have better ideas for other guys. Like we just there's certain guys I'm just like like for example, I'm I'm really involved in the Russ Jones and Shaft aspect of things, right? Like that's a big their their focuses of mine. And I work on their stuff a lot. Or I'll work on, you know, some of the younger guys. You know, if there's a younger, like some of the, I like to meet some of the young young kids coming through. I'll work on, I'll work with them. I like, I work with Fred, the Fred character a lot. You know, like I, things like that. I just, we have our own inputs. Obviously, final say is Danny, you know, but um, anything he, we, we filter all of it through him and it makes sure it, it makes the cut. Fred's just a beast. Best athlete I've ever seen. Greatest athlete I've ever seen. And who, yeah. and who, doesn't really care about it in terms of like it's not he's not uh he's not too full of himself the guy is just purely an athlete and one of the nicest people i've ever met in my life <laughs> just yeah. to, not to kill his character he's just yeah. a sweetheart of a guy <laughs> um but just an incredible machine of an athlete I've, I've never seen someone be that good at at just the athleticism and not, and you could. He went an hour with Josh. Yep. And he was outside like he could have done another. Round. He was like, feel good. He was, it was, it was in the locker room after. It was like, oh, that was good. Like, like, like it just warmed him up for an hour. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what are you yeah. talking about? And you're, you're an hour with Josh fucking Alexander. You know, it's he, not like he was an hour in there with like a cream puff, you know? Oh, and they, Josh is like, it's one of the greatest, like, greatest. Opponents, I mean, he really they went hard, man. Yeah, well, uh, shout out to Josh Alexander. Hopefully, he recovers soon. Yeah, yeah, he's hopefully he's doing soon. He's enjoying some time off, at least you know, he's getting some family time in, which is good. He's hanging out, little Jet, his his mm. son, Jet's awesome. Book Jet, book Jet. Um, but I know this is kind of off topic here, but. How the fuck hasn't Jamie Joster or Hatebreed oh, done an entrance song for Shaft yet? He comes out to Hatebreed, so I keep tweeting at him. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like I I want um like I'm I'm shocked that like tattoo magazines have haven't come after Russ for like a pictorial, and yeah. like Hatebreed has come to Shaft. You know what I mean? Like I feel like Muscle and Fitness should be coming to the, knocking those guys' doors down. Oh, oh, chicanery. Yep. Our first chicanery. little bit of chicanery. We're uh... Tom. You can. You might even go as far to say it's a bit of hoopla. Yeah, yeah. She hoopla. was a hoopla hottie. She's gorgeous, right there. Look at her. You know, she looks phenomenal.
Milwaukee zone, right? Yep. Hopefully, future guest. She was actually on uh, the parent company of this uh, visionary or uh, view from the top rope. See, now we're going to chicanery. Now, is this for this? This isn't for both belts. It's just for Silas's, right? You know, oh, oh, push- she, she just went for a tour of the islands. Ooh. Or Val, Val took a, Val took a beating, man. She she definitely put her time in. Well, that la- her last fucking appearance at AEW with uh, <laughs> that steel cage of Manders and Silas. Oh yeah, this was a this was for both titles. This was a dual championship. Oh okay. Yeah. I like how Elgin's confused that he couldn't tell the difference between a, a 100-pound woman and a 200-pound man, <laughs> even though he was blind. He's just like, oh, what happened? It's like, fam. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wrestling. Yep. He knew what he was doing. Just wanted to hurt her. Did you just say big boobies? You sure did. Right. Commentary was nice and crude back then. We're used to that. So we got Steve Carino now in Ring of Honor. So if that tells you anything. But we actually had uh, Dombrowski do an event for Ring of Honor like, a couple weeks ago. That was just that was a trip for me. Oh, no, no. She, so... She's like dead. She's like being oh, yeah, carried she's away. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the one referee. Who's coming out here? Mason back of the back. Hmm fixture of the, a- the early AW days. But Steve, ba- uh, you're talking about Steve Boz earlier, but obviously he's Ryan Boz, with a uh, Ryan, Ryan Boz. Boz. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, is he, uh, he's running. Uh, how, how does this guy, how does, how does this guy fit into the, the kind of like the, the setting, like lead he, up to this match? Was he, he was uh, Silas's uh, kind of his lackey tag team partner. Gotcha. Yeah. And Mason had been there a long time. He's an Iowa guy. Uh, I believe he's still somewhat active. What, you don't have cameras in the back that you can see him hit him with the belt? Jeez. Hey, it's a 2012, man. We didn't have monitors <laughs> back then. You're talking early days here. No monitors back there. All right, gentlemen, we're tied. One fall apiece. That's it. What's going to happen? Oh, is is it Jimmy Jacobs? Yeah, yep. Jimmy Jacobs. Ring of Honor Rovery favorite. James Jacobs. If there's any man that should write a book, it should be that guy. Jimmy Jacobs? Yeah. I was bummed. I guess he did a um a workshop for ICW Milwaukee. Did he? Um just I was I was living in Idaho at the time and I was like, damn it. I talked to dysfunction. I'm like, did he tape it at all? Oh, doubtful, huh? No. So this is where this where he got the who's this fellow with a with the cannon, right? Eric Cannon. Um Yeah, he was there for a while, former heritage and tag champ with Jimmy. 
they were tag champs together. This is your uh, looks like your break point, you know. <laughs> it's where you no. run the other the future angle while letting those guys get a breather. <laughs> so all these dudes are pretty much just because they're all in contention. They all want the the heavyweight strap, yeah. so that's why they're all okay. What pissed me off about this is that I felt this went too long. I I didn't mind them. I didn't mind Jimmy coming in to start some shit or to at least hit Mason. Eric coming into Mass Gym, but this I felt like they were in here way too long. If I if I have a criticism on it, like I didn't want this to break it. Like they sh- being in the ring. Like this, if this happened on the outside, I would have been happier with it. Yeah. I just didn't like this happening in the rings. So I'm like, I don't want to see another fucking match. And then you got moves. I don't want to see moves when it's not like this, you know? Like you guys have you guys clearly hate each other. You're competing for who's gonna get the title next. Why are you doing wrestling moves? There should be a fight. That's the kind of shit that, like, I swear sometimes people don't think about. It's like, this should be a fight. It should, it should be a punch and kick, rolling around, beating shit out of each other. But you're fucking suplexing him. You know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. what you, you tussle, you roll around the ring a little bit, and when they're good, you roll out. And That's then it. You roll Matt, exactly. Matt keeps going. That, exactly. You shouldn't be doing wrestling moves because you're 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 there purely for a fight. Like you're 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 there to be the distraction, right? You're to divert the eyes to you, yeah. just so they're not looking at the other guys, right? But like, make it believable. That's the thing. Like, even today, like the their psychology, they just well, don't not, get it. Not a lot of room at ringside there. No, this was that was a tight corner, and we ended up spacing that better now. But it's still a tight corner there. That's where I was sitting when I was at Berwyn, by the way, right in that corner. You know, if you look at some early AAW around this time, I don't know if she's in the crowd here, but Scarlet is in the crowd on the usually on that side. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, Scarlet, who's a big star now, um, was in the crowd. Yeah, um, for our show, she's she's she's, uh, she's the primary hoopla hottie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She but she was in the, this is she was probably in the business by this point. I want to say, but maybe a year prior, she was in the crowd still. Twenty twelve. I want to say she, she was in. She's a Chicago native, right? Yeah. yeah okay. I don't recognize anybody. Yeah. I, I often wonder where some of these fans went, you know, like they fell out of wrestling. A lot of people fell out of love with wrestling, you know, during this decade. Cause you know, th- I mean, you can see the style, man. You, you see like a, a brawling, just fight style has, has become way too many moves and it's very choreographed. A lot of people fell out of it. You know, they, they like this. They're into this. So you got girls in the audience who are just there, who are there without their boyfriends, man. You know, like that's a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but people have fell out of today's style, you know, and I could see it. I'm, I'm from this era. I'm from this era and, and earlier. I, I don't take so much to the new style. I like the guys like this. I like the Russ and shafts, you know, I like the brawlers, the, the mean, the mean, big, scary dudes, you know, that that's the kind of stuff I grew up on. And, um, so, so I get it. Well, if you're wondering, so AAW is no count outs, no disqualifications. So if you're wondering why there's no counting or no disqualifications going on, I didn't realize I mean, that's like my fourth Ring, Ring of Honor's got a very generous 20 count, so I would have oh, believed yeah. it if it was just a very, very generous. <laughs> Besides, it's, it's the last fall. You can't have it end on a count out. Referee's discretion. But at least they got good camera work here, though. Wait, so if there's no disqualification, why were you bitching about him hitting him with a belt? Because I forgot. <laughs> that's a lot of trust for that table. 
<laughs> that is holy crap it sure is wow i i mean i would find out who made that table and invest <laughs> in that company jesus because it didn't even bow i mean that table it's craftsmanship i think they still have that same carpet oh yeah I can probably guarantee you <laughs> Berwin hasn't done much. <laughs> I, I love that he's like that. So that's that's right. I mean, well, I'm from Milwaukee, so I mean, you're from you're from the the capital of Knights of Columbus halls, you know, yeah. <laughs> Elks Lodges, and she's like that's that's where basically they they they, they live in Mo- yeah. in Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, I love the Let's yeah. Go White Sox chant. There's Mike Petkovich right there, co-owner of the company. He's right there saying, blocking the crowd up. Hmm. <laughs> well, it's a Slayer t-shirt, so that's good. It's either there or a Candice LeRae t-shirt. Well, it's a Slayer It's a Slayer thing with the AAW logo in the middle. Wait, what? That's what it is. Do you still sell those? Uh, I think they're on the website, on the, on the Pro Wrestling Tees site. That's fucking... I have a, I have a Candice LeRae Slayer t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, I almost got—I uh, almost got the the Lufisto has a has a Slayer mock-up. I've almost grabbed that before too. There's a uh, Michelle, our merch girl, who's uh, no longer our merch girl, but she was uh, she is the niece of um, what's his name? Uh, he was Corporal Kirchner from WWF. Oh shit! Yeah, who became Leatherface in Japan? Yeah. That is the niece of Corporal Kirchner, and she just kind of slipped it in on us out of nowhere. It was so random. That it was her uncle. Like, wait, what? <laughs> like, that's your By uncle. By the way, dude, that's dope. I want one of those T-shirts. I wonder if it's still on the webs on the uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. On, I'm gonna look see. that up right after this match. I'm still really intrigued in this, so I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Ooh, nut shot. I mean, it just makes sense. I mean, if I'm fighting Michael Elgin. I'm... First, I'm going for the knees, then the throat, then the balls. Right, you, you you've been going for like 45 minutes, so you're just like, you know what? I've had it. <laughs> I need yeah. a break. I need to knock this guy and his dick in the dirt. <laughs> just let him give me a breather here. So I know this will work. Let's yeah, see. there's there's Jack. Ah, the Slayer one is not. I'll talk to the guys. I'll see if it's doable. We can put it on the site. Go and get it. It's all a matter of if we had. Now they're on my side. Let's see if we see me here. Let's see if I pop up. I'm. Uh, they're going back in the ring now. See, so their camera's gonna cut off. Fifty you, minutes in. Or if you know anyone that's got one, I'll buy it. What size? Uh, extra large or two X. Okay, I'll find out. By the way, Trent, you got some stickers coming your way one of these days. Okay, great. Either, either I'll mail them to you, or I'll see them when. Because they probably won't be done until. Uh, destination Chicago, but okay. I'll trade you. I got a bunch. If I can give you two, okay. Some uh, some hemi stuff. By the way, Will Trent's band was endorsed by Motor. Or, uh, who from Motorhead endorsed your uh, the Death Forever cover? Uh, Phil Campbell, and then yeah. uh, Mickey D. We did uh, in the black also. So uh, Mickey D. Was on that one, so he he endorsed that one, and Phil Campbell signed off on Death Forever, which is awesome. I really like that one. It pops up on my iPod quite often, actually. Cool. No, I came out. I'm really proud of it. Where uh, it was a big 
it was a big success for us. You know, we did it right after Lemmy died. It was cool. Good timing. Yeah, and your fucking production is uh, fucking spot on. The what's? I'm sorry. What's what's uh what what's what's the band name, boss? The band name is Hemi H E M I. If you type it in all caps on uh on Spotify, it comes right up. There's a couple of Hemi. There's like another DJ going by Hemi and some other singer. That's his real name. So we get we get a little uh crossed once in a while. But if you type it in all caps, you'll see an H, a little metal looking H logo. That's us. Hell yeah! Are you a Spotify guy? I can send it to you. They're on you Bandcamp. can send me the link. Uh, I use that as like a starting point. I don't I don't pay for it anymore, so it's kind of a nuisance. Where because like uh, the misses will send me songs. Yeah, all the time, but I I can't just play that song. Like it's gonna like all right, who are gonna play that playlist? It's like yeah, I, I want to listen way. to this this one song that you sent me. <laughs> I'm the same way because I don't uh, I don't pay for Spotify either. I did when I had like the trial where it's like a super reduced price, whatever, for like three months, and it's like all right, we're charging for it. Like that's it, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll throw. We got a chat here. I can throw it into right. There's a little chat here. Yeah, there is. It's under the it's under the more depending on how big your uh, your your Zoom screen is. There it is. There we go. So yeah, the entire di- the entire discography is on Bandcamp. Just yeah, you can stream it free on Bandcamp. I got some some unreleased demos on Bandcamp too. I was gonna wear my Hemi hat too. I forgot. Sorry, Trent. That's for I forgot you got one. You got uh, we're all out too, man. We are sold out. I got to get more nice. of those. I do need to get a shirt too from you one of these days. Yeah, I got plenty, man. Let me know. Ooh. Tom, have you mailed me any stickers yet? No. <laughs> Sorry. They're coming. I'm, yeah. I got a batch out, but that was. Yeah. These people in the UK are going to get stickers before me. I do the fucking show. Yeah, but they're going to get theirs hand delivered because someone's hand delivering them for me, so. I had to get them out because Graham's leaving for England next week. So, oh, so you're saying I'm not going to get stickers till you come up here to see the eclipse next year? No, I will get them yeah. for you. I yeah, they're dope stickers too. I don't know if I showed you, Trent. No, I think you did. Yeah, Will's buddy did a great job on these. Yeah, you two are start finally starting to look a little winded. Oh, you're Wait, how can you not? How can how can you not be winded? Like, I don't care how good like your cardio and like your stamina is. Like, it's a this is a lot. Just doesn't stop. That's the crazy thing about this match. Like, oh. Even that, even the break where like Jacobs and uh, the other guy and stuff were out there. It's like. It, it might seem like a while as like a viewer, but it's like in that moment, like that's so that was probably like nothing. They're probably just like, all right, because <laughs> Eric Kahn's out of he's a Minnesota guy, right? Oh, yes. I love this. Goes again. Oh, let's see here. But yeah, those are the stickers. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Good job, Will. Thanks. I uh I had a thought and I 
I commissioned somebody to do the work because I know my limits. My like limits that. are Microsoft Paint. That yeah. came out nice, real nice. Yeah, there's actually one. Uh, the first one that went up was on the ring po- the ICW ring post, ICW Milwaukee. They put uh, they let stickers on. I guess so. Yeah, I mean when the owner does it, so. Cool. It's there forever, man. Yeah, there's a post outside. I put mine right on top of purchase sticker. So me and purchase have stickers right by each other. So <laughs> nice. Oh. I'd say that's a great sell job by Silas, but I don't think there's a lot of sell in there. I think he uh No, I think you're really getting getting your face hit. <laughs> yeah. Not to work too hard to sell that. But when Silas slaps the turnbuckle like that before it goes up, that's just something he's there to do not have. It's not anything significant, by the way. I asked him. Wow. There you go. Yeah, you get hit move. I mean, it's a smart to move, you know, roll up, take a powder, as the kids like to say. Yep. I mean, yeah, I mean, at this point, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm getting a little nostalgic just watching. I'm like, oh, I remember I that know. part of the building. I've it's only been there awesome, twice, man. so. Yeah, I mean, ironically, obviously, Silas made his return at the Jim Lyman and Berwyn Eagle, you know, in October 2021. So, ironically enough. That's true. Man, what a great time. It was cool to have him back. Here we go. Nope, nope. Tyke. There we go. Oh, man. <laughs> Still Jesus. hulking up. Jeez. Christ, man. That's just. Sweet Jeebus is right. Nope, that's the Phil Keller. That's the line. Sweet yep. Jeebus, that's the line. I always like how Tyler does that just as a quick shout out to him, so. Jesus. God damn. It's a big insider. Ooh. Oh, man. Not a lot on that one. No. A lot going on here. And shout out to the crowd. I mean, I mean, it's obviously not full, but they're into it. 
Dude, it was just it was just such a it was a non-stop match. Jesus. You know, like we they didn't stop for an hour. Look at the energy for an hour. It's just it's unbelievable. Oh. Like, I mean, when we realized we're an hour, we're like, what is going on here? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God, that that's where it came unglued. It I can't a, believe it. Everybody's unglued at that point. We were, we were just, like, if you look at the side, I'm everybody's losing their fucking mind. The the back to back back fist was bad enough, and it's like, oh, it's got to be it. And it's like, can't get out of two. It's like, that's it. Wrestling shit. Yeah, because Will, have we seen anybody kick out of that? No, nobody so far has kicked out of it. I don't believe. Because he got it on Steam, but I think Steam was in the ropes. Yes. Steam had to knock off Elgin with that top rope package pile driver. Oof. Oh, oh. His feet are so close to the ropes. Val's dead, so she can't help. Val's dead. She's out. Val is. I mean, you know it's a big deal when Jack is standing up. Like when he's when he's when he's up, when he's up and he's just now he can't even react. Like when Jack is just frozen and watching. When he's frozen and watching, there I am right there over Elgin's thigh. In the back. <laughs> there you are. There you see it. There we go. Me yep. just yelling. This me with my hand in the air. Five more minutes. Wow. Holy shit, it's been an hour. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, we've been here for an hour. And it's like done. <laughs> yeah. Like when, uh, when I was regretfully at death before dishonor and like the room kind of figured out that Briscoe's FTR two was going to go to like that, that time limit basically and be like, it's like, Oh, this is a long match. <laughs> damn, draw, Jimmy does look ooh, great. You're don't... right, Trent. He looks the same. Yeah. Next time you t- see him, tell him I said that. I mean, I know I picked this, but I'm still gonna clap. Holy fuck! Sounds like a sounds like a bullshit chant. Is that what we got going on? Well, we were pissed because we wanted to. See, I mean, everybody was really ready for Elgin because he, I mean, he was so close, man. You know, it was like right there. It was me poking out behind that guy in the white shirt, yeah, over <laughs> his shoulder. I mean, it was so we were so ready for the Elgin. I mean, it was like, but we wanted the five more minutes. just so good it was just like i'll never forget it oh shit i paused it why (laughs) 
There we go. The speech. <laughs> that was me who said I love you. Because <laughs> 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 it sounds like I admit. Oh. I gotta admit I love you. If I'm rich, I'll be like, fuck that, I'm leaving. That's what I'm saying, Silas. <laughs> I remember that so well. You people can go fuck yourselves. You don't deserve shit. You know that contest. 60 minutes and the challenger couldn't get the job done. Silas, go remain. I love it. You don't get shit. Go fuck yourselves. Oh, talk about heat, brother, brother. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, Trent, have you rewatched this since you were there? I've rewatched this one. The second time I'm watching it again. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. What a just a legendary match in the company's history. Silas Young's probably to me his best match he's ever had. Yeah. Good stuff. That was way better than what Tom's got us watching right now. Oh man, look at this young Shane Hollister following the uh the... And Scarlet. That's Scarlet. Yeah, she was already in at this point. So pretty. She's so pretty then, pretty now. I don't know who who's that. Oh, Marcus Crane, rest in peace. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Look at this man, young that's... Shane Hollister right here. Such that's, a veteran uh... now. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so that's it, boys. That's the match. Yeah. Damn. I think it's the best one-hour match I've ever seen. It, it really, dude, I'm telling you, it really, it, it put the company on the map. Everybody was talking about it. Nobody could stop. Nobody could stop talking about it. It was just such a great, such a great match, such a great time for the company, just as a fan, as a, I'm sure to be on the, um, to be on the roster. It was just a fun time to be a part of it all because things were really just becoming something that you just saw something special was happening. Yeah. You know, it was really cool. And then from there, it just went, it grew. So at what point in the match did you think it was going 60 minutes? After Silas tied it, we're like, holy shit. I'm like, holy shit. Okay, this is, we're on to something here. So. Because you said uh, this was for both straps, right? So the yes. winner would have walked away with, with both. With both, correct. So this was, this I mean, was I both. A, I think it's a perfectly great ending to get to the draw. You have the, the bait. I, I mean, they didn't really play up like a baby face heel thing to like lead into it, but it's like, you know, maybe it's like, give me five more minutes. I got you. And the champ's like, nah, out of here. 
Yeah. See ya. Yeah, I, I you don't deserve shit. Go fuck yourself. I just remember dying at that. I mean, you know, and his logic's not wrong. I mean, like you said, I mean, what do you think you can do? What in five minutes? What you couldn't do in sixty? It just makes sense. Yeah. And you want an hour? You know what the hell? What else you want? <laughs> he just gave me an hour. Yeah, that Man, was a. How, how does how does his video only have ninety six likes? On the YouTube, yeah. When, when do we put it up? Let me see. We put it up uh, three years ago. Yeah, three years ago during pandemic. We should, should have gotten more. Right, actually, right after the pandemic, I started. It, uh, um, it's a long. I mean, full events. You know, usually some depends on what they are. But I think the maybe with people seeing Elgin's name on it, get a little hesitant. But um, great show, no matter what. Yeah. It's a great show, you know. Ooh, TD wow. Thomas is on the show, huh? Well, uh, that's it. A- that's a very good segue, Will. Um, so, Trent, we actually have a little segment called Question of Dishonor. And one of our high fivers actually asked us uh, where Tadarius Thomas is today. Obviously, currently in Ring of Honor, he's starting to tag up with uh, ACH. But because um, you said you commu- did you say you talked to or communicate with him like the past four or five years, hadn't you? So or, yeah. I was doing AW history posts on um on the aw instagram for a while and what i do when i was doing those little like this moment in history kind of thing i was finding a lot of the old roster guys and i was following them and i'll tag them and i found to darius let me see let me find him right here let me see if i can see where he is because i never finding him and there he is which i think i've ever seen something that wasn't his real name and it, I, that's why it was like something different i don't know i gotta look again but yeah, he's he's around. He's on he's on Instagram. He okay. is on Instagram because he's like a physical trainer or something like that, right? I believe so. I believe okay. he is. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, personally, for my money, I thought he was top three uh, match of the year so far. Two thousand thirteen, him and ACH had a banger with uh, um, Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander. So, did Cedric Alexander ever come through AEW? Yes. Yes, he did. God, he is so under fucking rated yeah you know, man I, I don't mean to beat a dead horse with you know these guys in wwe but hunter put him on fucking tv or let him go dude you would think man like these guys some there's so but they have so many it's like how do you how do you fit everybody in but they got a lot of tv time so i mean in general they, they own a lot of television they they can do it you know, they can I'm, do it eventually. I mean, if they're sending fucking Seth Rollins down to NXT, put him down to NXT, let him flourish down there. Him and Carmelo Hayes, fucking forget about it. Yeah. Um, but Freed's okay. There answers your question of dishonor. Uh, where's Sedarius Thomas? He's around. He's sort of, I'll, I'll find his Instagram for you, and I'll let you guys know. You guys can plug it. But he's there. He's there somewhere. I did find I can't. I'm looking for it right now. I just can't come across it. Yeah, because um, did he have a solid run with you guys? I know I asked you this before, but pretty pretty general run wasn't too anything too crazy. It was um, it was uh, you know I mean it wasn't a huge run. He was there yeah. for a while, and um, and then he teamed with ACH. He just uh, nothing, no titles or anything, no title picture. He was just around for um, a pretty pretty general run, but he, very talented guy. Not not much of a talker. He's pretty quiet type of guy, but real talented in the ring. Yeah, and the year since he showed up on Ring of Honor, I think Willie said what maybe six words. 
Oh really? Yeah, he's <laughs> he's cut like he's cut like one promo, I think, in the in what we've seen so far. Yeah, but him and Ace. Well, I mean ACH. I mean, obviously my my Twitter picture is an ACH T-shirt. So I mean, um, that guy's a- just ACH fucking so much. Is amazing. Yeah, these you know. So yeah, those two together are a lot of fun. So I mean, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go through these these AAW shows. I told you, Will. Uh, it, it's Please recommending me now to go back and watch Epic from April 2017. Good one, Matt Riddle, Michael Elgin. That's a good one too. Uh, Epic is a good show, good show. Epic's yeah. the anniversary show, so you can't go wrong with that one. But, yeah, ooh. Riddle was the one guy I missed in AAW. I was oh, there. Yeah. I, I I saw Jeff Cobb. I was there for Keith Lee's final AAW show, uh, at least for now. With so that was good to see. Yeah, Cobb. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, dumb question. So is God's Hate doing Jake Something's new theme song? Oh, I couldn't tell you. I'd have to ask my my music guy T. He's a silent T music guy on Twitter. If you ever you have ever have questions about the AAW music, you could tweet our buddy T. Silent T music guy. That's just I the wish, letter T. I wish letter T. Beyond had something like that because I I, I tweeted at Alex Shelley because I was curious as to what song he came out to it beyond the other day and I went like you know I find like all the databases or whatever and it gives you like a list of songs I'm like it's none of these I'm like but I want to know what song he came out to because it was a cool song yeah uh Alex Shelley new new impact heavyweight champion crazy yes huh? sir that's a that was a shock yeah I didn't see that coming no Ah, uh, to Darius can't can't seem to. I see his his Twitter looks like it's not active though for a long time. Yes, yeah, it's like 2019 or something like that. So yeah, I I know there's an Insta. I found it. I think it's under his real name. Probably is what it was. I'll find. I'll let you guys know. But that was him. Anthony Nero. Does that sound right? Anthony Nero. That's our song guy. Yeah, that's that's okay. T. Tony Nero. All right, we sent him. Uh, his tweets are protected, but hopefully, if he gets something for Ring of Honor Riverly. Revel- revelry. Yeah, he should he should be okay with that. <laughs> yeah, and Trent, I'm not sure if you're following uh, our Ring of Honor Revelry Twitter, but follow me. I'll, I'll definitely get it back. I'll definitely follow it back. I think it did. Did you? Well, the group. Yeah. Okay, well, you follow each other. Okay, yeah. And AEW. Yes, please, lo- please follow Twitter, Tom. Tom, you know, likes and retweets a lot. I make stupid posts. <laughs> I, you know, Carino and Kelly said uh, we, they wanted to get hashtag ding dong going. Um, I tried. Uh, <laughs> that didn't go anywhere. Ding dong. Yeah, hashtag book Cedric Alexander. Kevin Kelly said he prefers ding dong to wiener. Kevin Kelly is great. So, um, but yeah, and obviously, um, high fivers, you know, make sure you follow Trent. I will uh, put Trent's Twitter information uh, on the show notes here. Uh, but goddamn, yeah, that was a that, um, hashtag fuck of a match. Yeah, good stuff, man. I'm glad you guys liked it. Yeah, uh, glad you enjoyed it for sure. I mean, it's it's, it's a classic. It's a classic in the lexicon, you know. So, yeah, and as a person, I mean, I'm definitely brushing up on my AEW history. I have watched every single Windy City Classic except for 2008 because that's not on the network. But that's besides the point. So, um, but I have seen every AEW match since April 2018 to current day. So, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm a by bar historian, but um, I think we got Will hooked on AAW. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, there's some. There's the, the library goes deep. Will that's all I'm going to say, for sure. So, you know, there's 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 forces in my life that are, are that tug me towards Chicago. So I mean, it's not out of the question for me to make my way down there someday. That's great live. You know, I I can attest to that. So yeah, please come down, man. It'd be awesome. Yeah, you can uh, you can give Trent a high five in real life. So high five. That, that's your gimmick. I don't. I want to steal your gimmick, Tom. Well, I mean, I mean, other people do high five. So, um, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm still just kind of shocked. That was, that was a lot of fun. I mean, I knew of this match. They high fives, people. You know, <laughs> they, uh, they even referenced it on AAW or uh, Ring of Honor TV at one point. So that's kind of what was the impetus of this. That's what I'm saying. Um, when, it, when I say it got around, it got around, man. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. So I was glad they kind of put, you know, put AAW back on the map. I guess at that point. So that's great. It was a great time, but uh, all right, boys. I'm going to. Uh, oh, sorry about that. Oh, man. Oh, sorry about that. Let me, Jed. I'll let you guys go. I yeah, let's uh, actually hear real quick. High fivers are going to wrap this up, but thank you, everybody. Make sure you follow Trent. Um, I will edit that part. So if you're everyone's wondering, but uh, we'll talk to everybody after the uh, next week. This has been a Visionaries Global Media Production. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale.